Lambeau. Afternoons 2 till 6 on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bonus Burns and Gambo on this Friday night as we're walking you right up to Suns Blazers action. You'll hear it here on Arizona Sports. You'll be able to watch it on Valley Sports Arizona. And joining us right now, it's been a while since we've had him on. It's good to have him here from Valley Sports, our buddy Tom Leander of Tom and Tom. What's going on, Tom? You guys are more casual than me and TC. It's like, hey, Gambo, you know, commercial breaks ending. Oh, you take a seat. Put the headset on. I'm like, man, I thought we were casual getting ready. Drive our producers crazy because they're like five seconds. Well, yeah, I know. Tell TC to put his headset yeah. on. You know? <laughs> I never have yeah. to worry about it because I he he's he is. the driver. Yep, like you, you're like the driver. Me, exactly. That's so why I got you guys chambers and go. You got it. Your butt we down. can come back five, yeah. ten seconds mm-hmm. into the break. We're okay. Yeah, you guys can't. No, you got to be ready the second they say go. I like me. Yeah. I don't have to be. I just hey, here's to being the grown ups in yes, the room. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the challenge. Then here's the challenge because the producer is talking in your ear. Going, all right, we're going to commercial break, and we got 10, we got 9, we got... And so Gambo probably says something, like, incredibly genuine and funny, you know, something that's going to spark a reaction, and you got a deadpan look going, sorry, dude, didn't hear you. My producer was just talking to my ear. <laughs> I do that to TC a lot, and man, does he get mad. He's like, I said a funny, and you didn't even react. I'm like, oh, well, I, I had does, a guy in my... Does I Tom know. get all hurt? Yeah, he's oh, still, you know, so you, can't, so so you, so you saying oh. you can't listen to the station and him at the same time? Can you do that? I can't. You see, you see. That's what I try to tell I this can't. son of a gun every time. Yeah. We have we have a big argument over that. I can't like I can't watch two games at one time. Uh-huh. We I have can a, only watch one no, game at a time. I'm the same way. Oh, thank God! It's somebody like me. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, there's a lot of people like you. I'm, I never said there wasn't no. anybody like you. I, I just, can't. I, like we were talking last night. What do you do if you're a Philly fan? You of course you watch the Phillies game and not the Eagles game. And I'm like, I just watch both. I put one on the TV. I put one on my iPad. Okay. And I just kind of keep an eye on both. Here's the big, here's the big question. We're not even going to talk Suns for a second here. Here's the big question. <laughs> this is more you're, fun. You're watching TV. Your wife comes in and she wants to talk to you about something. Mm. What do you do? Well, pause it. See? Thank you God see? for DVR, oh baby. You see? I mean, DVR has probably saved our That's relationship. That's what I do. Yeah. I, have to, I cannot. Mm-hmm. I have to pause the TV. I can't. I can't listen to her okay. and watch we the TV We only have the same one TV, time. one working TV in the house now. <laughs> and I come back and she's watching some weird Netflix movie. And I'm like, you know, the Warriors are playing the Sixers right now on TNT, hun. And I'm like, eh, that's all right, DVR it. But I don't go to bed till 2 in the morning because then she okay. goes to bed and then I watch, rewatch everything. <laughs> we have. got to get you another TV. I so, know, this right? This is what I'm saying, right? Like right? I had it's, one TV in the 70s with my family. I know. It's my wife and I and only my wife and I in the house. We have six functioning televisions in our home. Oh, my God. I mean, I could go to this room or that room. or I've got one room that's got two TVs up on the wall. I can watch two <laughs> things at the same time. I mean, it's like, what? what you got a TV. See, you guys that. get deals, though. You guys get car deals. Oh, stop you get, it. You know, I, I, I don't deals. get a deal on TV. Oh, you guys got deals no, right and left. No. I hear your commercials all the time. No, no, no. I, I, V's Barbershop is not buying me a TV, all right? No. I'm just like, <laughs> buy a TV. That's what I do. <laughs> I know. We are kind of the Flintstones. One television. No, but, wow. but again, in defense of myself, if I'm watching a show that I'm like streaming that I'm into. Mm. My wife comes in. Then I pause it. A game? Mm. A game to me, I can still watch it without listening to it. No I can way. see what's wow. going on. Can't do it. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. Yeah, I can't okay. do it. That's impressive. Right. Talk about the Suns basketball team. So, uh, no campaign tonight, sounds like. 
Yep. So uh, I imagine little, little Dwayne La- Washington. Or Landry Shamit. You know, I think Monty turns to Landry. I thought Landry looked really good in the playoffs when he was well playing the point. His year, defense too. has been great. He plays with pace. Um, I want to see him get more minutes. I'm actually, you know, for the few minutes we've seen him so far this season, there's just something about his game that I'm like, he could just turn it on. I just, you know, shooting-wise, but just defensively and being on the floor, I just feel like he's a really positive presence, and it won't show up in the box score. Listen, the whole bench overall, I've been I've been so pleasantly surprised by Bismack Biombo. The mm. two Steve starts the Houston game with two block shots. The Minnesota game, four more blocks. Like his ability to protect the rim with Javel gone has been great to me. But the only the only time I've seen this bench not play well was that stretch in the fourth quarter against Minnesota. Edwards hits the two threes, they get back mm-hmm. in the game. Monty's got to call a call of timeout, bring all the starters back. That's the only stretch this year where I really have not been uh, happy with the bench. Other than that, I think they played extremely well. Yeah, they really have. And I mean, Damian Lee, obviously, in the first game, and we really haven't seen that much since. We could still see him break out at any point. That's that's the thing. The potential of each of the guys on the bench yeah. coming off the bench could have a huge impact. Torrey Craig, he's already shown a couple of games where he's scoring 8 to 12 points, and, and he's shooting the three better. I thought he kind of um, disappeared a little bit last season at times. I mean, didn't have the impact that he had when we first got him for that final. We run. were talking about that earlier in the show, actually, because Gamble brought up the point, and I thought it was a really good one. Everybody talks about Cam Johnson replacing Jay, and of course he has in the starting lineup, but if Jay were here and playing the role that he was intended to play, Torrey Craig has really replaced Jay, I mean, for the yes. most part, right? And no question. That, that power forward off mm-hmm. the bench, and, and, and you're right, Torrey Craig, his first go-around, it was good Torrey. His second go-around, it was, eh, not so good Where Torrey. Is Torrey. Now it's kind of like, we're back to good yes. Torrey again. Now he's yeah. not going to shoot 47% from three for the whole but season. But when he shoots a three, do you feel better than when Cam, or Jay Crowder did? Not Cam. <laughs> yeah, well, Jay, Jay was unless so it was right. like it's Unless old. there was like 30 seconds to go in the fourth quarter, you're like, oh, Jay's going to make that, even though he's made it and missed his last I mean, if, seven. If it was one of those nights where Jay was going to, you know, if it was five for seven, Jay, because Jay would have like three or four games where he's five of seven, he's four of eight, he's three of six. You know, then yeah, shoot away, Jay, knock yourself out. But one for ten, Jay. You know, zero oh for nine, Jay. I didn't want to see that guy shoot ever again. You he's know what's really different is, and we don't go to a lot of practices. There's just not, you know, it's just not as open as it used to be. In today's world, I don't blame Monty and James for opening up practice like it used to be. I used to sit next to Ainge and Hornacek and all those guys, but now you know, especially after what we saw with Draymond Green and Jordan Poole, anybody with a phone is a threat to the organization. So, but when I have <laughs> I've never been, thought about it like that. But oh, no doubt. Anybody with a phone is oh. a threat to the organization. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Robin was, Lopez broke breaking that door. Oh, yeah, wasn't that great? Oh, that we had full great. access back then. Now yeah. it's like it's probably the video coordinator or somebody who was just you know in the gym at the time that you know posted that video. But um, you know, going back to the Jay Crowder thing, when you are in the gym, even at the tail end of practice, the one thing that you notice, one of the differences, his voice in that gym was so prominent, was so loud. And then you think about JaVale McGee, too, like in the hallway, you know, the the biggest, baddest dogs in the world. So when you remove that during the offseason, I thought, man, that's going to be a big void to fill. But, I mean, there's still plenty of toughness, and I just love the the start to the season as you guys take live selfies. Well, he's taking one of you, too. So He has no idea who I am.
Jay, the one thing intangible with Jay that I talked a lot about is that Jay was the one veteran on his team that had the ability to get on Monty, to get on Chris, to get on Devin. To get on Monty. On Monty. I just said that. To get on Monty. I just, yeah, I just wanted to clarify. Wow. Yeah. Like he, Did you he see would, him get like, on Monty? I know that he has. Oh, yes. See, I've, right. I've known that he'll, he'll go at those guys. You know, because he had respect. Sure. Jay had tremendous respect. Mm-hmm. So the younger players weren't going to challenge Book or Chris if they were off on something or mm-hmm. or, or Monty, but Jay, Jay could. Jay had the respect of all those guys to where, you know, if he needed to say something mm-hmm. to the coach or the star players, he was able to do it. And his voice, being a respected guy, his voice yeah. carried weight. I think every team needs a little crazy. And Jay has just enough crazy in him. You know, the salsa dance with LeBron and, you know, but you you need somebody like that who steps out on the court and puffs up his chest and like, I'm not going to back down to anybody. Yeah. So, you know, I, I thought there was going to be a void, but so far the Suns are not missing a beat. If you had told me that the Phoenix Suns were going to start the season 6-1 and one, and Chris Paul was going to be shooting 23% from the three-point line, <laughs> or, you know, it's like one of those, you look at his numbers and there's still sort of almost like a magic trick type element to it, of it, like, wait, how? How are they 6-1? and one? And I've watched every minute of every game. I know how they're 6-1 and one without him, but are, are you surprised that they've been able to pull this off with him, at least shooting-wise, doing the things that he's doing so far this year? You know, what surprises me is our preseason conversation with James Jones. I mean, James flat out said, you know, Chris went into this offseason, he relaxed, but he also took care of his body, came into the season with a new approach. And this is what James said before the season. He goes, he's going to look to score earlier in games. He's not going to turn down those three-pointers. We really haven't seen that. I think there was one game maybe against Houston. He came out, you know, shooting a little earlier in the game. So we haven't seen that offensive mindset. And again, the Suns haven't really needed it. So I'm not surprised by his low shooting numbers, his low three-point numbers, um, and the Suns being successful because that's kind of what's been going on the last two-plus years with Chris Paul. As long as he's managing that game down the stretch and, and you just you can't hurry him up and, and to not commit turnovers. I mean, you watch so many other games you know, around the league and these guys are just coughing up possessions. Portland, that they're Portland. averaging like 17, 18 turnovers a game. Exactly. I mean, I mean look at Portland's turnovers in the mm-hmm. Miami game in New Orleans. Like they turn the ball over a lot. Mm-hmm. The Trailblazers. So I think I think that Chris is one of those rare guys that can affect the game so positively without shooting the ball well. Yep. Because he's the floor general. Because he's such a great passer. So um, they'll be they'll be if he if he has a down year and it's and it's career lows in three point shooting and free throw shooting and field goal percentage. I still think they can win a lot of games based on all the other things he brings to the table. And the only thing that concerns me about Chris Paul at his age, which he can still play on the offensive end, is defensively. And we saw that a little bit in the playoffs, too, with Luka Doncic. Teams trying to target him um, on the defensive end. And, you know, that's usually where players, as they get into their late 30s, start to slow down even more on the defensive end, right? You just don't have that lateral movement that you may have had before. He still has the instincts, obviously, and he's still going to get his steals. He had five steals in the first half against Portland the first time they played him. So, What team now, knowing what you know, what team is the biggest threat to the Suns in the West? You know, boy, I I guess I was off base on the Clippers because I really thought they were so loaded. And I'm not going to, you know, give up on them right now. But, you know, eventually it's got to be Golden State because I really, I look at Golden State's bench and I'm just a, you know, Jordan Poole. I'm a huge fan of his. And I think Wiseman is going to have an impact. I think Kuminga is going to have an impact for that team. So, you know, their starters are going to come around. Kerr just said that you're never going to see Klay Thompson play back-to-backs probably this season. So they still have to gauge his 
health and keeping him bouncy for the playoffs. But when it all comes down to it, I mean, that's probably going to be the team that when you get close to seedings going, oh, man, where's Golden State? Memphis hasn't, you know, hasn't done anything yet, um, you know, to throw any fear. But going into this season and after watching them toward the end of last year, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be a big part of that equation, too, and he hasn't played. All right, you got a show to go do yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Valley Sports, you'll do it. You right, and Tom. Man. Great you know, to see you guys. Keep him in line. I will. I'll try. Yeah, please. You know, uh, do <laughs> your best. High. It's called the shock collar. So whenever he kind of gets on that edge, it's just zap. Yeah, do your best. Yeah, exactly. We'll be watching, right. and uh, we will return the favor. Uh, right. we, we, we will happily come on your guys' Try to show get you guys on tomorrow night, but that's a, it's a weekend, family time. I get it. I get. I see your schedule. And nobody's asked me. If I, nobody asked me <laughs> about it. Passed it along. Yeah, passed it along. That's me. Maybe I would have done it. I, I, we got to do more. I that's suggested you line. might be unavailable, but, but <laughs> I, 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 wasn't, I guess I should have checked with you. But so I just, just kind of you or TC, text me and let me know. You need a better secretary. That's yes. what okay, yeah. I am not <laughs> his secretary. You can uh, leave now. I will. I will. <laughs> on that note, you can go. Now I'm never coming back. Tom Leander. No, of course you're always welcome. And you were going to give him one of your six TVs, weren't you? I was. You know, just so the poor guy could watch a game at his house and he didn't have to watch some dumb show on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, I got six TVs. I'll give you one. I give you one for free.